Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast with Nicole, Renee, and Bridget. Today, we are talking all about Disney Resort and park lounges, which can sometimes be overlooked, but really can be a great family or adult-only experience. And there are so many that it can be hard to choose which one you want to visit next. But we have actually narrowed down some of our favorites that we feel like we can't miss. I love the topic of lounges because I do think that they are often overlooked because people will go to restaurants or quick service, but you can actually get some really excellent food and drink at these lounges. One of my favorites is the Tambu Lounge at the Polynesian. Have you guys been there? I have not. I love it. It's located beside Ohana. It's a bar area. Now, I will warn you, seating is limited. So if you're going during peak times, just know that you may have a challenge finding a seat. But um, it has a lot of the Ohana favorites, like their famous bread pudding. You can get noodles, the dumplings, fancy pineapple drinks. You can get all kinds of fun stuff at the Tambu Lounge. If we are staying at the Poly, because I haven't done the Tambu Lounge, it's because we always go to Trader Sam's. Oh, yeah. I love Trader Sam's. I'm, I'm not a big drinker, but I do love the atmosphere here. So and if you've never been, I feel like it's really hard to miss because there's just like a door. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like so yeah, it's easy. pretty secretive. Um, but once you get inside, it's this really cool tropical tiki bar that really makes you feel like you're right inside like the Enchanted South Seas. Mm-hmm. And again, I mentioned the theming. So there are nods to Adventureland over at Magic Kingdom. I love all of the Jungle Cruise nods. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some really cool like interactive special effects and the bartenders are really fun. And it really depends on like what the patrons are drinking. So sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like you can tell when there are regulars in there because you know what's going on. Um, just like Bridget had mentioned at the Tambu Lounge, like I love, I love their lounge menu. Um, I'm always getting either the flatbread or the dumplings, but they do have like pork tacos. They have sushi mm-hmm. rolls. They have lettuce cups. Um, signature cocktails, though, the Polynesian Pearl. Uh, I always mess up saying this, but the Hippopotamai <laughs> and then the Dark and Stormy. And oh, what I love. Dark and like, Stormy is my favorite. Yes. If you are a collector of all things, um, you can have your cocktail served in their collectible tiki mugs and you can take them home. Uh, Just like the Tambu Lounge, it's really popular. I think there's probably more seating here, but you want to get here early. Also, it is a place for the whole family. So if Mm -hmm. you're staying at the Polynesian, kids are welcome until 8 p.m. And then after 8, it becomes 21 plus. So a cool experience if you're looking for adults only. And definitely go during the afternoon into the early evening if you're trying to bring the kiddos in. Because I think the kiddos would like the atmosphere. It's fun in there. And it's really cool because if it's a specialty, certain drinks, they do different things. Like the the whole bar interacts, which is always neat. And yeah. I've seen lots of kids in there and they just get a kick out of it. And they'll like yeah. ask the bartender or their server, like, what's the one I can do? So they'll do something. And it's it's really cool. I don't want to give anything away, but it's it's a neat experience. Um, one of my favorites at a resort is the Three Bridges at Coronado mm. Springs. This one, I know we've talked about it before, um, and Bridget had done the Sangria. That's where they do Sangria University. 
Um, but they like not only have great food, but it's such a cool laid back vibe. You're sitting on the water. You have this gorgeous view of the pyramid for the pool at Coronado and the tower. And you can even see fireworks sometimes from there, depending on what park is doing them. But they have an amazing menu, like such good stuff. I will 100% start with the food every single time there. And you can get enough appetizers to truly make a meal out of it. Um, some of my favorites, the roasted corn dip is incredible. And then they have a delicious steak. Their steak frites is mm. really, really good. Like it's a great steak if you want something that's not crazy expensive, but it's still a great, you know, dinner. And they also do um, like poke bowls and things like that. And then of course their sangria. They have a great mm -hmm. sangria menu, great margaritas. They have a full kids menu there, which is nice too. Um, it can get really busy mm -hmm. if you don't like it's walk up. So you definitely need to make sure that you get there kind of earlier. It's great for like an arrival day or like one day where you're maybe doing like animal kingdom or something that's a, a water park. Maybe it's a closer closing day or whatnot. Um, but it's definitely one to check out. It's really, really mm -hmm. good. I love Three Bridges. I think the location is prime. It is beautiful. When we did Sangria University there, just being able to see the water and to see the Grand Destino Tower, like it is a beautiful venue to go to. But I do agree with Renee to try to get there during off times. So either early dinner or uh, maybe a little later during odd times, you're going to have less weight. My second favorite resort lounge, and again, I'm going with theming um, because I'm normally ordering waters or iced teas at the bar, mm -hmm. but I love the Enchanted Rose. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and I do think if you're looking for like a good date night spot, you know, if you have dinner either at Narcoosie's or maybe at Citrico's, it's a great mm -hmm. spot either before or after, or if you're on the monorail and you're just looking for a quick spot. Um, so this lounge is inspired by like the romance of Disney's live action Beauty and the Beast. And I just love all of the nods to this movie. Um, if you're looking above the main bar, it looks like the main bar is glowing because the chandelier is inspired by Belle's ball gown. If you're looking on the fireplace mantle, that's where you'll find the rose that's encased in the glass. And then if you're looking on the bookshelf, you might find Cogsworth. But I also like to, if you're not staying inside, you can go outside because the outdoor patio there is supposed to look like the Beast's Terrace, which is really nice. And I know you guys had mentioned the food. So here I, I get something easy. They have like a great cheese platter or flatbread or hummus. But if you're into like if you're looking for fancier small bites, they do truffle fries. They have caviar. They have like a trout and crab dip. And of course, here you're going to get your signature cocktails um, wines, martinis, and, and beers. So I do, I do think that this is like a great date night spot. I will say Enchanted Rose also has a good variety of non-alcoholic beverages. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's not your typical, give me a Shirley Temple. They have actually a menu that is for uh, non-alcoholic beverages. And my favorite is the Garden Spritzer. It's delicious. And you feel just as fancy as everyone else sitting around you. 
Um, next, let's go over to Animal Kingdom. I love Nomad Lounge. And so while Renee also talked about how you got to get there early or during off times for Three Bridges, this is definitely a location that I would say get there early. So it opens at around 11 and the line starts forming probably at 1030 because people are just dying to get inside. Um, this is located beside Tiffin's Restaurant. And so it's going to have a lot of those African influenced flavors, African Indian um, flavors. They have delicious small bites. One of my favorite things is that you can actually order the Tiffin's bread service there. And it comes with three sauces, a coconut curry, a guava sauce, and then a pear chutney. And they are delicious. And it has different types of breads that you can eat along with it. Um, I, I think we've talked about this before, but I love churros. And I'm going to venture to say that I think the churros at Nomad Lounge are some of the best at Walt Disney World. They may be the best. At Walt I think Disney. they are. They're 100%. Delicious. This is a bold statement, ladies, but I'm I like it. I'm telling you right now, they're delicious and they come with dipping sauces. My friend Tara and her kids, we went with them one of the last times we were there and her son absolutely loves the churros. And so we were thinking they were just talking them up. They were not talking them up. It's very true. Get the churros. Nomad Lounge. Fantastic. In Walt Disney World, they are the best churros. They're Not so a good. Disneyland churro, but they're the best ones in Walt Disney yeah. World. Yeah. They're delicious. <laughs> well, my favorite is definitely probably the most busiest now. And I'm going to blame TikTok and Instagram for making this <laughs> so incredibly busy because I used to be able to walk in, as we all know from all of our future or previous podcasts, I'm a go to the left kind of girl in Epcot and my first stop is always the Mexico Pavilion mm. every time. Unless I'm coming in from International Gateway, then I'll go right. But I'm still going to Mexico. Um, La Cava is yeah. hands down my favorite thing. I have probably as many pictures with a margarita there as I do pictures in front of the castle. Um, and it is, it's it's one of my favorites. Like it just, to me, that's like the start of our vacation. Like usually Epcot's our first stop. Um what I love about it is that it is small and quaint. It used to be that you kind of just walked in and you were able to go in and order something and walk out. Um, now there is a very long line that you mm. kind of wind around. They, they're really good at trying to get people in and out very quickly, but it's just the way the pavilion's set up. It's going to look longer, but it is worth the wait, guys. Um, I have tried every one of their specialty margaritas and a lot of their seasonal ones because I like to do something different. My standby is always as gross as some people think it is, the avocado margarita. I love it. That one and the El, Di El Diablo are my two favorites. Like mm -hmm. if I can't, if I'm not sure which one I'm going to get, it's going to be one of those two. Um, but they do blended. They do on the rocks. They don't have a ton of food. I've seen chips and salsa, like hit or miss and guac every once in a while. I've gotten guacamole there. And it's delicious. Yeah. Um, but I feel like sometimes maybe if it's busier, they're just trying to kind of get people to go. There's mm -hmm. hardly any room to sit or stand in there. It is very, very tiny. Mm -hmm. um, but it is fabulous. You can grab your, your margarita and go. They have them on the rocks. They have them blended. They do specialty ones with foam and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, it also happens to be one of Neil Patrick Harris's favorite places. So he even has a... Uh, a margarita that he's created so it is worth checking out nobody will be disappointed if you have a tequila lover they even have the tequila um la cava experience as well where you can go in and you taste about five or six different tequilas and they they talk about the process of it as well which is really cool 
Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Do you have a favorite lounge that you love to visit when you're at Walt Disney World? Have we inspired you to try something new? As always, reach out to the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel if you're ready to plan an upcoming adventure to Disney or beyond. They have the tips and insider secrets to enhance your vacation experience. You can learn more at MyMickeyVacation.com. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you real soon.